and welcome to, after a long, long time off, uh, yeah, we took a long vacation, maybe two, two and a half months, what do you think said? How long has it been since we actually have recorded the, the box seats pod? Um, probably close to two months, but we uh, avoided the downfall of both of our teams in NFC, so that's nice. It was nice. You know, I think we, we were pretty uh, pretty hopeful before then. Um, a lot of... <laughs> I was still picking the Seahawks in way too many games. You were still confident in the Bears, had something going on. Well, I don't know, that was kind of mid-full stretch, so that was a weird time for you, but... We're in the middle of the losing streak. Yeah, it's fine. It was, uh, nothing happened, right? I mean, today itself, um, January 6th, has been pretty uneventful. NFL season uneventful. Uh, nothing really happened, you know? I'm not sure if we need to talk about anything at all. But I remember uh, discussing the Bills game and you saying that was going to be the most difficult game of the season. Then you went on to lose to the Rams after that. Lost to the Giants. Uh, don't don't talk to me about losses, okay? All right, our defense is no longer abysmal, no longer historically bad. We're like middle of the road now, and, and we're only like and we're only really banked up. Well, come on, we played a bunch of top defenses. Give us a break here. Come on. Okay. What? I'm not going to, but okay. All right, <laughs> that's fine. I inspect it. But anyways, uh, today today we <laughs> escaped the country. We left the country to avoid the storm. Well, uh, we're we're still in the country. There's civil war, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, are you? Did you secede or did I, I secede? I'm in the streets with my people. I don't know where you are. Mm, wow, look at audio quality out there. I, I'm not hearing. Not hearing any. Uh, any. I can't. I can't hear any tear gas canisters opening near you. I think it's a good thing. I'm still inside the Capitol building. Oh, okay, sweet, sweet. They have Wi-Fi in there. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, sweet. Have the password. <laughs> I bet the office is really, really good, especially good in Pelosi's office, where where you where you are. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm on Congress's Wi-Fi. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, we should go on IG Live right now. That'd be <laughs> your your fans are missing out on the contents right now, and that's pretty disappointing to me. Next week, live pod from inside the Capitol building. <laughs> be there. All right. Um, so a little a little housekeeping we need to do. Um, I'm still your host, Chase. This is still. My co-host Sid. Um, I only claim hosting duties as a fantasy football champion, which uh, no one cares about. No one asked about it. Uh, the fans certainly didn't ask about it, but they need to know, Sid, that you you suffered defeats at the hands of Alvin Kamara six different times during that during yeah, that I've, during this this past week. I think that's the way to go if I'm going to get beat mm-hmm. um, beginning of the week, first game. <laughs> yeah, um, it was literally the very first like, game of the week. <laughs> yeah, there was really not much going on, not much hope after that. So um, I'm on I'm on a roll here, though, finishing top three um, in multiple leagues. I haven't finished out of the top three in like two, three years, I believe. So. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, if you're not going to get a job, it's... Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, you're basically. Yeah, you're basically the. You know, I don't want to say the Seahawks. Maybe, maybe more of a Steelers, like a more like Steelers in the last five years. 
kind of equivalents where you're like, oh yeah, like very competitive, highly respected, an old wily vet, but uh, he's not getting the job done. Maybe the game has passed him by. Maybe your best years are behind you. Uh, all hypotheticals that people said to me personally. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> believe me. You said I don't feel I don't feel that way about any of those things. I don't think you're that good, but it's okay. That's fine. So are you just going to retire once he retires? I'll probably get, do, do a little research. I mean, you could be a Dwayne Haskins guy, but I'm not sure he'll. he'll I mean, you could just be Dwayne Haskins guy from the CFL. Future bear. Ooh, that'd be exciting. I can't wait for him to undermine Mitch by being completely mediocre, which has happened to Mitch only a, uh, probably ten times at this point, right? Feels like. Yeah, he was threatened by Chase Daniel at one point, I think, in the Chicago media. So <laughs> that's not what you want. Oh, the Chicago media. Um, we do have to. We do have to celebrate. Um, well, congrats to you for the fantasy football championship. Thank you, but thank you. I, we I do just, have to celebrate uh, just having two playoff teams. This is. I don't know. You don't. Uh, you don't. Get fantastic. Yeah, I, I can't believe we've actually done it at this point. Uh, I mean, you backed your way into the playoffs. We won a meaningless game. <laughs> That we thought mattered for the one seed, but ended up not mattering for the one seed at all because the Packers and Saints killed everyone else. So, so yeah, good for us though. A very uneventful week seventeen. <laughs> but I, I was at this though. Uh, the Bears do deserve to be in the playoffs. I mean, the so no, so no hate NFC's at all. Weak all respect. Shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna apologize. I, I did want to win in and just not beating the Packers, just getting manhandled by the Packers. This. The loose wasn't close, this though. Long, That's usually the problem, um, is that the Bears have the to play them is, we, in Week 17, we, and it's like a heartbreaking loss. This is just like, all right, like the we, Bears played hard, just weren't good enough. That's okay. Yeah, they played the pace that they needed to play at. They held the ball forever. Everything went, except for putting the ball in the end zone, they played exactly how they needed to. Like, they played Mitch's game, just didn't let him throw very far, ran the ball well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was not on the field very long, but not getting those touchdowns when they got in the red zone mm-hmm. uh, compiled. And then when they were down more than one score, they weren't going to be in it because they were not explosive enough. As soon as they had Mitch throw back-to-back passes going longer than five yards down the field, he threw a pick. Yeah, which is to be expected. I mean, that's about the Bears, though. I think we all have them. It's a weird – we're in a weird place for the Bears. Like – they're getting a lot of love from the media over beating some, not playing well against playing well ish against the Packers, and then beating some not so great teams. And Mitch actually looked passable, which is good. I mean, so you're getting decent my media love, but I also feel like that's not very realistic. I really, as a Bears fan, you actually had yourself figured out before the win, before the winning streak, and actually had to decide, like, oh yeah, get rid of Nagy, get rid of Mitch, you know, we can move on from this whole thing. But now you're kind of sucked back in. And that's where I would be scared. I mean, those, those teams are really bad. The winning streak was over really bad teams. But I, I understand the apologies for Matt Nagy from just as an NFL coach. When you lose six games in a row, it's really hard to get your locker room back mm-hmm. and win a couple. So the fact that he was able to do that and his team didn't give up. You're right. And they were, they, they, <laughs> if they had just stuck with Foles, that very, much, that very well could have happened. Not that they really had a choice yeah. or anything. Um, 
And excuse me, he, he's never had a losing season. Uh, it's hard to fire a guy who's never had a losing season. I understand, like, the, his offense is his thing, and he's having winning seasons mostly because of his defense. But I think it's hard to – making the playoffs two out of three years, not having a losing season, it's hard to fire a head coach. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it will probably come to, and we we'll probably get more into that <laughs> during our Bears talk because um, you know I'm sure we'll talk a lot about the Bears in review next week, and we could be talking about the Seahawks in review in all likelihood also <laughs> next week. So we can probably get into some of the larger issues about the uh, front office, coaching staff, and all that moving forward. But uh, what we do need to decide right here, right now, as men, is what the hell we're going to do about. Um, these playoffs, because we are still we're we're a sports podcast, Sid, but we're also a gambling podcast. So we do need to figure Is out it a podcast. Uh, I mean, I've been recording and uploading without your knowledge. I thought I told you along the way. Have you been, except for that one time when neither of those things happened? <laughs> oh, so you do remember then? Okay, oh, so you're, you've been you've been playing playing dumb this whole time. Um. Uh... Let's do this. If the Bears win the playoffs, you're fired from the pod. Deal. The Super Bowl, you're out. Deal. Thank you. you... <laughs> I would fire go... myself from the pod if the Bears manage to win the Super Bowl. Okay. You can, stick around. you can stick around as long as Matt Nagy sticks around. How about that? Your future is tied to his. He's probably got a couple more years of mediocrity left, so. I'll keep, I'll the Bears do sure love. Do you appreciate mediocrity? Well, I think of 8 and 8. Yeah, I, th- I think it's better Chicago than. <clears throat> mediocrity is better than like most of what we've gotten since 85. So honestly, I'll take it. That's fair. Well, we've already talked, had this discussion a couple times, but uh, I'm, I'm not in a comfortable place being a Seahawks fan ever. I've never felt confident uh, or secure in any win or game that we play because um, we're liable to lose to pretty much anybody in the entire league. I mean, it's actually, I actually was genuinely surprised that we blew out the Jets. I really thought that would be a 10-point point. A 10 yeah, point game. you think that'd be a close game. Yeah, me too, just because it's a Hawks game. Don't think we're yeah, it's, it's, it, which is fine. As far as we get like one good blow a year where you used to like not worry for a week, it's like a, a second bye week as, as a fan. Because every other week you're on. There, there's no expectations for how, the, how this game's going to go, which is why these playoffs, are, these playoffs might kill me. But it's fine. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm already accustomed to losing the divisional round, so it's kind of the expectation at this point anyways. Anything better than that, I'll be very happy with. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I think you had high expectations coming into the season, though. Uh, yeah, I may have been quoted saying that we could go. Um, <laughs> I may have been quoted saying that we could have gone, that we could go, be as good as fourteen and two or thirteen and three. But I think I settled around twelve and four. So, I'm basically, on, I'm basically on the money on that one. I'm but, pretty sure I predicted eight and eight, nine and seven will before the season. Yeah, which which yeah, we know our we know our teams. We know what to expect. Um, I still feel good. I still feel good at the Hawks. I still feel like we were one team in the NFC that's a chance, but we'll get into it. All right. How about this? Uh, Super Bowl picks. I'll run you through a few odds that sound pretty interesting, um, just based on value. But in all reality, it's KC versus whoever can survive the <laughs> shitty gauntlets. If you even want to call it a gauntlet, it's really just like a, a jungle gym of the of the NFC. Last man standing. So, I kind of like 
Saints at plus 300 is pretty good, considering we know how easily the Packers could blow a game to pretty much anyone in, in the NFC. And the Packers, I see the Packers losing to the football team or the Bears if it were to come down. Well, maybe not the Bears, but any any, any team besides the Bears in the playoffs should they advance to play them. So I don't know. I think I might I might I might go halfway chalk and just say Saints Chiefs because I'm not getting my hopes up for the Hawks and I am not going to choose the Bucks because I'm just not a believer and I haven't been all season. Thoughts? Uh, definitely out on the Bucks. I honestly think Washington can upset them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see how Breeze goes into Lambeau and wins a game. I would pick Seattle to have a better chance than Lambeau than New Orleans. Uh, I hope it doesn't be to that point. That's all I'm going to say. You don't want to see your team in the NFC Championship game? I mean, I do, but, I mean, I've had too many losses to the Packers, both Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, to um, ever feel good about playing them in the playoffs. I don't think we've actually beat them in the playoffs in my entire lifetime. So You beat might, them might to, be... get to the Super Bowl, but the year you lost on the last second. Uh... Mm, oh, actually, you're right. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, though. I appreciate it. That's good. These are talking about memory. I almost forgot about Malcolm Butler. Is there, I, I know you can't. I did. You, uh, you can. You do that, but no. I mean, it's going to be hard to go um, and beat the pack and the Chiefs. I think the pack <clears throat> have a huge advantage. I mean, their advantage, even without fans, is just due to the fact that uh, it's just cold as shit. I mean, it's, yeah, it's cold as shit. <laughs> There's no cold weather teams remaining outside of the Bears. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, New Orleans is an indoor team. I don't mm-hmm. know They're an indoor team. Mental. Hawks don't really play. In, I mean, they play cold before. And I mean, not, not too many times. It's like they're really more of a 40-degree kind of team. <laughs> yeah. 45 I and mean, a little sprinkle kind of team. The Hawks are my third. I mean, behind, uh, I think, after the pack in the NFC, the Hawks and New Orleans are right there. Both of the, if, I mean, both those teams have a chance, I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, really, um, really, the, uh, not to cut you off really quickly, just for the viewers' sake, um, the odds we're looking at right now are Green Bay plus 140, New Orleans plus 275, the Bucks is third best, team, third best betting odds at plus 400, and plus 475 for the Hawks. The Rams football team and Bears are getting terrible odds. So really, Vegas treats this as like a four-man race. And then I don't hate the Hawks at those odds. It's not. It really. It really is a good value, but I could just. I can never tie my happiness to my betting. Yeah, you know. That's fair. And I think Washington's being. I mean, Washington. I don't know about making a run. Um, I, I think they're, they're good for one win. They're defense, good for one win. Yeah, their defense and pass rush. I think have a shot. Mm-hmm, exactly. I mean, uh, as long if, if you're assuming low mistakes from Alex Smith and just five to six yard dump offs to Logan Thomas and Gibson and McLaurin, then I, that's a completely viable way of getting one in the playoffs. They have talent. I mean, they have players. Oh, yeah. Logan Thomas, oh, yeah. Terry McLaurin, and Antonio Gibson. If you can just hold the ball uh, and play defense against some of these high, more high powered offenses, I mean, that's insane, man. Yeah, completely agree. So, uh, so who's your official official pick at NFC? Uh, I don't want to go chalk, so I will. Don't do it to uh, me. Don't do it. 
Don't do uh, it. Say the Hawks. God damn it. Why would you do that? I mean, it is good value. Plus 1,100 for that matchup between Chiefs and Hawks, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you're assuming I'm taking the Chiefs in the AFC. But. I, I am. <laughs> would you like to go Buffalo? I love Buffalo. But they are in a classic letdown spot, I think. I mean, the city uh, or the team? Um, I'll go with. Well, I'll have to see the COVID results post this game, this upcoming weekend against the Colts. Then I'll give a reading on that. I have seen you down a chicken wing before. I mean, I've been Buffalo wings. I, I, have you ever been to Buffalo? Have you ever had a, a, a true Buffalo wing from Buffalo? I have. You have, really? Tell us all about it. Let's have a. Let's actually just talk about this for the rest of the rest of the time. I'm in no rush. So my trip to Buffalo started as any other trip would. I got in a rental car. Mm-hmm. And you know I love nothing more than driving through Middle America. Um, those are my people. Um, now the city of Buffalo's architecture is not spoken about enough, in my opinion. Uh, both in style, color, um, just major fuck you-ness towards the shitty country of Canada up north. Um, I, Buffalo does, just doesn't whoa, get the credit whoa, whoa, whoa. for don't. being the defense. What? Well, so you're, you're calling them the Michael Strahan of America? Keeping us safe I from mean, near, they, near they New Wells coming down from major, Canada? There is a huge plane. There is a huge A-gap. Mm. Um, That's more, more of a tackle then, I see. The, with, the, with the river situation. Yeah, so... A snacks Harrison, Buffalo's if you will. like, okay. uh, like the Haloti Nada. Mmm, I like that. The U.S. God bless Buffalo. Unspoken hero. You don't see them on the um, stat sheet, but they're holding up blockers and uh, allowing a city like, uh, what do you call it? Are they running more of a zone scheme, or uh, well, I'm talking, I'm talking more about Canada in this in this regard. Canada is running a West Coast offense. I think they're probably running a lot of triple option. Canada's running some sort of modern. Actually, what's, yeah, what, what, what happens in the that, CFL? What they, <laughs> that spits that spits in the face of uh, traditional American football values. Mm. Yeah, just 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 copy paste to Mark Tressman. Yeah, somebody do that. Someone, someone, someone do that. Send it in, please, to uh, our unofficial Twitter account. It doesn't exist. Well, so like one, like one good Photoshop of like Matt Nagy's face cropped over all of Canada would be nice. Oh, sorry, sorry, Mark, Mark Tressman. Sorry, all Bears coaches are the same Don't to me. Get those mixed up. No, Lovey's the only one stands out because you know he actually won, and the beard. I don't want to talk about former drivers. Anyways, are you taking are you taking the Bills or not? No, I'm not taking the Bills. Okay. I don't want to. The Ravens? It just seems like a trap. Uh, I don't even believe in the... I think the Ravens are getting too much hype right now. Okay, they figured out their offense. Um, but they're going to be on the road, and they still can't play from behind. So I'm not going to just bet on the Ravens to never be behind by more than a score. Of that. I don't trust their offense enough to like actually make a comeback when they need to. That's fair. And they haven't been consistent but, enough over the 16-game schedule. 
Well, it's one hundred percent true. So I mean, I mean, I, I mean, they're never considered for me as far as um, Chinese Super Bowl champions. I think their odds are plus five fifty to win the, the AFC, which is not too they're far behind the Bills. To, they're they're, they're not their best outscore. Oh my god! They're not going to go and outscore Buffalo, or I mean, maybe Buffalo, because Buffalo can probably. I mean, they also have lack of. They're not going to Arrowhead. That's what I'm saying, man. I can't envision any. I mean, for me, if I was going to make a value pick, I would go Steelers. They're plus one thousand right now so to win too. to win the AFC. Yeah. I mean, they're probably my they're, they're still probably my second favorite pick. I mean, the offense isn't as explosive because the run game is non-existence. They average like three yards a carry. Just does not. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I'm exaggerating either. It's probably like three point six if I'm being realistic, but it's not good. It's not pretty. He's run yeah. five outs, this like ninety percent of their plays. They do have a gimme against Cleveland. I mean, yeah, for sure. Got COVID. Mm-hmm. So you win that game. Um, you have playmakers and you have TJ Watt, so you have a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like you're just so one dimensional. I mean, they're just one dimensional teams, and it's. Hard, even with the best coaches in the league, if you're going to be that one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Although I am excited, though, for this theoretical matchup between the Bills and Steelers that we can more than likely expect, um, assuming that, assuming they both pull it out. I mean, you know, I just don't I just don't see either of those teams losing in the first rounds. Um, the Bills potentially. The Bills, but the Bills potentially. I, I'm not giving. I'm not even going to give you the Browns a, ch- a fighting chance <laughs> to make it, but. Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I think the two-three matchups will be really good, and I will probably end up taking the Steelers when it's eventually like Division, a minor, divisional matchup. So it can get weird. You're playing the same team back to back weeks, but I agree. I don't, I don't see how Cleveland pulls out with every, all of the obstacles they have to face. Yeah. Also, um, I was excited. Two divisional matchups this week. Two different divisional matchups. Right. I think I think uh, Pittsburgh is good value, like you said. Um, but you, I, I'm not going to bet against the Chiefs unless something unexpected happens with their roster. Right. It would take Mahomes getting the Coco for me to not take Chiefs right. at any Could point you in time. imagine? Uh, the the world would turn upside down. We'd have a bigger reaction to that than what happened today. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Darren Ravel will get way more triggered about that than anything happened today. Money, betting money would have to be returned. Oh I, oh, I think so. <laughs> there, there would be riots uh, on, at the MGM Grands, storming the place, going to the safes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be really tough to beat that team. Damn near impossible. So Chiefs Hawks? In Arrowhead. Chiefs Hawks, final, final pick? Uh, I... Think that's those are the best betting picks. Um, Aaron Rodgers playing at that at the level he's playing at right now. Um, it's going to be hard to beat them straight up, but I think the Hawks have as good a chance as any other team in the NFC. And yeah, I agree. Right, because it's a smart, it's a smart play. That's fine. We're both Rex are at eleven hundred exactly. What are your what did who did you pick in the NFC? I still want the Saints. I'm willing, I'm willing to go down that. I'm willing to go down that road. I mean, it's been the last decade has been a lot of chalk for the NFL playoffs. A lot of one seeds and two seeds. Actually, wait, hold on. Oh, that's insane. 
it's actually way better value for looking at match pure, purely matchup. To I mean, it's actually five fifty for the Saints Chiefs plus eleven hundred for Hawks Chiefs. So I actually might join you on that train just based on pure value. <laughs> All right, we'll see. I guess you can get rich riding like hotels. That's fine. I'm happy to do it. Still rich. All right. We'll get, we'll get into these games. Yeah, let's talk. Uh, All right. The official uh, super wild card weekend featuring one Nickelodeon game. Don't forget that. Um, we'll feature six games. First time ever, I believe. Uh, I'm not going to double check that because I don't give a shit. But this is probably the most exciting wild card weekend of our entire lifetime. And probably will be for a little bit. This is amazing. I'm so excited. And you know, honestly, I kind of like this matchup, this this, uh, this format, a little better with with seven teams making it in. Eight is too much because then you're guaranteed to have at least one terrible team that doesn't deserve it in one of the conferences. I think the Bears do generally deserve it. I think some people are having that opposite reaction to where, oh yeah, this teams teams are doesn't doesn't belong in just because they're not super exciting. Well, they generally do deserve to be in there, but I think if you go, if you go eight teams per conference, it gets into complete chaos, and you're just having a lot of like nothing. Intro games. music while we have like this discussion. Hold on. We should we have, hold on. Wait. We should. Do we have a producer? Is the producer in? No, he, he called in sick today. God damn it! I can't have anyone these days. If anyone wants to apply, apply. <laughs> <clears throat> Now I feel like I feel like I need to hear Al Michael's voice or something. I, this is you can't hear this, this music. All done, oh, this is all done post production. Don't worry. <laughs> We're actually just sitting here in silence. I have eleven more hours of this left. All right, I, I, I'm in. I'm in no rush. I don't think there, there's. I'm not sure what the uh, file size upload limit is. For uploading to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, but uh, I think we'll I think we'll still make it. Game one. Um, we have the Colts and Bills. Bills are also, a while. Please. While I try, I just want to say while I tried to make that that happen, I somehow cued collard greens in my headphones, <laughs> and uh, it was just so ooh weird. perfect. Save that. Save that. We'll play that. We'll play that at the very end of the episode. <laughs> we'll do a little outro. We'll a very, do a little outro music. That'll be fun. It was just a very confusing time for me. I couldn't hear the the Fox intro. The headphones on. I had no idea if you were saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the price you pay. Anyway, go ahead. totally worth it. Bills. All right, so first matchup, Colts-Bills. Bills are at a hefty minus seven. And something to note that I'm sure you're already well aware of, the Bills are going to have not not as many as 7K fans. It's around like 6,800, but they will be allowed. I think the only team that I'm aware of allowing fans into the stadium. Major X Factor. So I think this is the only matchup where home field advantage was actually factored into the spread. Oh, really? <laughs> oh I think so. I think this That's is probably enough I, people to matter. I think it's enough. Knowing knowing uh, Bills Mafia, I think it might just be the equivalent of like forty thousand in Minnesota or something like that. 
Fine, Detroit, Detroit. Okay. I'll be I'll be nice, Minnesota. Um, I think a lot of pressure on Josh Allen here. Um, has never won a playoff game, right? No, there's no way Josh Allen's won a playoff game. No, he made it. He he lost to Houston last year, right? Someone fact check me. But I'm right, sure I'll, I'll work on that. So this ahead. is the this is the first year. This is the first year Josh Allen's led a team. He was in the MVP conversation at different points this year. This is, um, I think, a big game for him. And even someone like Sean McDermott, right? Like he's definitely uh, rebuilt that Buffalo Bills team and made them respectable. Most of my lifetime, the Buffalo Bills have been a joke. Um, but how far can you take it? It's not enough to go through and get first round exits. This is like, are you going to be a Mike Tomlin type Sean McDermott? Or are you going to be Marvin Lewis? Cause Marvin Lewis can get you 10 and six every year. Mm-hmm. You can get into the playoffs. Um, so I think this is going to be telling. I, I don't think you can go and ha- you can't be 13 and three first year being impressive. Um, as this, as, like with this quarterback, with this leadership, GM Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott down, you can't just lose in the first round. I think that's highly disappointing, and you don't get enough opportunities in football. Who knows if Josh Allen will be healthy for another sixteen games this next year? Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, make this season worth it. You got to win a playoff game or two. I mean, if you don't make it to the AFC Championship game at thirteen and three. I think you're disappointed and you can't just give Josh Allen an excuse of, yeah, he's young. Mm-hmm. I think we're far past that point considering he got MVP consideration this year. My thing is that... But this is his first year like actually being accurate and being a good quarterback. Yes, but I, exactly. I, I think you're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I do agree with you that maybe... I do agree in general that any QB that chooses to take hits like he does... Will will we'll definitely have a shorter uh, lifespan as a, as a QB in the NFL. Um, so this so the time is now for sure, and they we're still in the time frame. It's something to consider here. Something, we're still in the time frame before he's gotten paid his contract too. I mean, we, we mean time, time is running out right. for, this, for this for this super worse. ideal window that they're in. And every the, every team that, that finds is most is most fruitful. The Hawks did it with Russ, and it's. And frankly, it's been a lot harder to rebuild ever since because then you're, you know, you're taking like, you know, pretty heavy uh, degrees in talents and other positions across the field. I mean, Tredavious White is going to be costly to keep around. Stephon Diggs is going to be costly to keep around and probably is the X factor for all the success that Josh Allen's been having. Um, but yeah, I agree that the expectation is on Josh Allen in this game. No one else Way but him. The spot, the spot is entirely on him. Because the team is winning because of him this year. I mean, if you want to give Stefan more credit for that, you know, that's totally totally reasonable. But they're winning because of him, not in spite of him, like, pri- like prior years. That's that's what it comes down to. He's he's officially the leader now. He's the guy. And he's and he's expected to carry this team. So I, I'm I'm completely with yeah. you. I think this is the most pressure he has faced so, thus far in his career. Um, maybe not the toughest playoff matchup he's had. But nonetheless, a pretty, a pretty, a pretty difficult one, and one that he will not get easily. You know, we've seen him light it up in very non-consequential games and in a couple of good games this year. Um, but this will be the biggest test. And frankly, I would like to believe that uh, I am a Josh Allen believer. I ro- I rode his branding all the way to fantasy championship this year, so I, I feel like I'm a little biased in this take, but. I think I think he, I think he's capable of it, and I really do think I really think the Bills do end up pulling it out here. Um, 
I think this is a last-ditch hurrah for Phil Rivers. And I think what we should be looking forward to here is being in a classic Phil Rivers situation that we've not had a lot of this year, where the Colts are playing from behind, down, let's say, six points, <laughs> need a score to win it, <laughs> have to go down the field with minute 20 left, but 80 yards. And that's what it's going to come down to. I still, you know, the, the Colts are a very respectable team. I think they're going to do their best to run the ball and keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. But I don't think they can keep up with them, considering the Colts' defense has been a, a little disappointing, I would say, in the, in the latter half of the season, even with having Leonard back. Yeah, I think back to that uh, Titans matchup where they gave up like 45 points to the Titans or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, this, I mean, both teams, I think I had higher expectations for the Colts defense going into this year. Still a really good defense. Second half, not as impressive. But it's not like the Buffalo Bills defense is that great either. The Colts offense has been, um, been all right. They're well coached. I think I agree with you. I think this is going to be a pretty close game. Um, but the pressure is on the Bills. This Colts mm-hmm. team is talented outside of the quarterback position. And I think, um, you trust the coaching staff and leadership there um, to get another quarterback and be be all right. Just uh, what you made you made a really good point about Josh Allen this rookie contract. You only get so many shots until you really have to retool your team around. Your I mean, it's pretty much this this year, next year, correct? Contract. Four four year deal start start the career off with your first rounder. Right, so they'll have fifth year to, option uh, too, though. So actually, they'll have to pick up his. The fifth year option is expensive, though. Mm, so true. The fifth year option will already have them. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. It's similar to franchise and so, value, but yeah, go ahead. Right, so I think um, the Colts are going to keep this game close just because they have talent across the field and they're a well coached football team. Uh, I don't think the Colts have like actually gotten blown out, blown out at, like, really any point this season. I can't no. call it. They'll, they're in every football game. Um, but I I also am with you that I think Josh Allen and the Bills pull this one out. They're, that offense is actually – this is very different than last year's Bills team. This team is built around their offense. Mm-hmm. But now we have to get into the, nitty, the nitty-gritty of it. And something – another point I want to make is that I think the Colts are – the Colts students is – Especially, it's one of the few differences that can truly handle Josh Allen in in stopping both of his skill sets, both the running and the passing, in that they do have a linebacker, an inside linebacker, that can actually run with Josh Allen. I mean, not necessarily stop him, but at least keep him contained, slow him down, not allowing these back-breaking, you know, 20, you know, 10, 20 yard runs on a, throw, on a key third down where everyone's downfield and he just takes off. You know, I think having that intimidation factor and making him think about running is something that will actually be massive when you're in these split-second decisions that Josh will have to make, you know, whether it's like, all right, do I make a tough, contested throw downfield, or am I just going to have to bully my way for four or five yards on key, on key plays? And there's only a few teams that can actually say they can do that. You know, the Niners, the Hawks, um, maybe the Ravens, I mean... There's not, I mean, the Bucks maybe. There's not a lot of teams that can actually keep up and keep Josh Allen contained from running perspective, which is going to be the X factor, really. Because he, I mean, I'm not sure if he trusts yeah. himself to make those like really difficult throws in a, a situation that's never been 
more dire than his entire career, you know, he might resort back to his baseline. Like, all right, I can always bail out to the run. Uh, yeah, I think I, I would like to think he's past that. I think we're going to see a drive where we're going to need a Josh Allen passing drive. End of the half, end of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. interesting to I think you can do it, but it's, 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 just, it's just consistently in those key moments. I mean, there's going to be a lot of key third downs where you'll see what he's really made of. How comfortable he is. I think he's gone past it, too. I do think he has, but there's still always that thought in the back of your head that maybe his, if his confidence gets shaken a little bit in the first half, you know, you, you never know. Yeah. Um, I mean, having Stefan Diggs in that incident helps, too. But mm-hmm. yeah, it'll, it'll be super interesting to see. I think yeah, I mean, we're also like thinking about Philip Rivers, what could be his last year. There's some Philip Rivers uh, legacy um, impact. Yeah, I mean, I think the legacy sets. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think he's gonna surpass what we have already labeled him if as. He, leads, he could. He leads us to like an AFC Championship game. I think. I mean, definitely helps his case. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Because he hasn't had, a, I think he had a couple of those runs with like the late two thousands. Mm-hmm. LT. He's made it before. Yeah. He's made it to that point before. Yeah, for sure. I, I know he beat up Peyton Manning Cole's team like oh nine oh eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is in the nitty gritty of this all. Although we both agree the Bills are the superior team, probably a better matchup. Um, also, something to point out. Um, they're this, this Colts defense statistically really middle, middle of the pack, <laughs> um, and really actually pretty bad against the against uh, against good passing teams. So, if if I mean I, I think Josh Allen can do it. I think we could easily see a three hundred plus passing yard game out of him to this, this week. But that's what that's basically what's going to take to beat this team handily and to cover. So. And seven is lots of points <laughs> for a not a not very lopsided matchup. First round of the playoffs. Seven or six and a half right now. Uh, I saw. I'm seeing. Yeah, I'm seeing different things, different places. But the current line I'm seeing on my favorite betting sites is seven. But they're 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 terrible about that. They they always scream um, half point one way or another. DraftKings Live has six and a half, and I'll take Indy six and a half. I, I mean, I don't think there's a bad way of picking this on this side. Uh, I don't have a super. This one I don't have as strong opinion on, but I think factoring in home field advantage, um, Bills Mafia just going crazy, Colts defense not being that good, and this being like the biggest prove it game for Josh Allen ever. I will take. I'll take the number. I'm taking. I'll end up betting them at seven, which I don't like, and but taking but buying half a point is too expensive, so. I will. I will go with Buffalo at at seven. I think. I think Buffalo is definitely going to win this game. I could see it. Um, if that offense just comes out firing and Indy just can't keep up the pace, but um, Buffalo's never won a playoff game, and I think that experience matters. It's tough. I, I'll take Indy plus six and a half. All right. I mean, I, I mean, I agree. It's, it's not. It's a pretty. It's not a, a bet you're like scared to take whatsoever. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bold. And just, and just send it. All right. I. All right. Moving on. So that should be a fun one. Get really good starts to the, the Walker weekends. Second one. Uh, peak anxiety for your boy 
as the Rams travel up the West Coast to Seattle to Lumen Field, which I'll never get used to saying. And the Hawks are four points. Actually, I'm seeing three and a half now. That's fantastic. Uh, three and a half points favorites right now. And also, this is the most comically low under of, this, of the entire Hawks season. I'm, I'm surprised it's out in the 30s, actually. Uh, we have the over-under set at 42 and a half, which I will get into later during my discussion. But do you think, and we're, we're I mean, I think at the time of this recording, we're pretty much assuming that uh, Wolford Wofford, where the fuck his name is, it will be starting over Goff. So, Goff practiced today. He did practice. Really? He practiced today? Wow. I had in my mind so hard that he had no chance. Was it really practicing, or is it the, the coaches saying that he would have practiced? He, he, there were clips of him throwing the ball. Okay. Nonetheless, I think the line probably won't change that much. I think we're probably we're, – I mean, you might you might see a point or two swinging, but – It was at plus four this morning. It's at plus three now. You're fucked. Mm, interesting. That might change my thinking on things, but – I still like I mean, where the I Hawks still. Are fucked. I still like where I'm at. I mean, I mean, in the, I mean you, you, you can't scare me more than I'm already scared. This is how I live every single. I live, I live week to week with the Hawks, my friends. My opinion on them changes every single second when I watch them. How Their times for us have been so bad. The Bears, the Bears make it further in the playoffs. Oh, I, then then I will officially quit. <laughs> I won't be able to. I won't be able to hear you. You tell me how how. <laughs> Much better the Bears are than the Hawks, which is not true. Um, next week, if the Bears will pull it out and the Hawks don't. I, could, I couldn't live through it. I really couldn't. I have no idea how to go with this game. Because we literally saw the Hawks be an offensive team. The offense carrying them at the beginning of the season. I think a lot of it's matchup based, um, though. To the deep, Just to yeah, get ahead of your Okay. You don't think it was an actual progression by the defense getting better? Well, defense, yes. I'm saying as far as the... How the Hawks called their games and have, uh, and how they they're in their general game plan going going into each individual game matchup. I mean, we thought they had softer weight matchups the latter half of the year, but ended up actually having a lot tougher defenses than expected. And playing teams at kind of the wrong time, that ended up making it a lot tougher for us. And I think Pete being in a, bad, in a tough situation resulted resorted back to his regular way of doing things, which is like conservative play calling. Um, low, you know, low mistake football and just playing games took a one score. I, we, I really feel like the, like week ten through now has felt exactly like the last three years of being a Hawks fan. Right, right, right. But the first half of the year so was I've actually something different. Of, I think I've seen different versions of these two teams, which is always interesing um, because you don't know what you're gonna see. Oh yeah, they're Jack, um, this is a Jekyll Hyde game. This will be this will be a low scoring game. I, I'm a big believer in this Rams defense, um, uh, but it's hard to bat against Russell Wilson, and if Jared Goff is especially banged up, um, just from a football perspective, do you feel good about the Hawks winning this playoff game? Winning, yes. Covering, a different story. Uh, I do think that right now the Hawks are the better team. Uh, I think they we've kind of hit our stride a little bit after that fall after falling to the Giants. I think that was a big wake up call and things and uh, 
Even if we are a little banged up, I still would trust us. I will always trust the Hawks in the first round of the playoffs. Even when they were the 7-9 and nine team during the Beast Quake year, I still trusted the Seahawks in the first round. This is how I'm conditioned. I'm conditioned to feel like, all right, we're good for one good playoff win, but it's always 50-50. When you play with fire and you're riding this, this uh, and you're playing games to one score, you're probably going to go 50-50. In the, you're probably going to go 1-1 in the playoffs. <laughs> you're, it's really a miracle if you're able to go 3-0, 4-0, whatever. But, yeah, I, I, see, I see this as a 1-1 uh, a, a kind of playoffs for the Hawks. I do think that the Rams have gotten plenty of credits in both the gambling lines and the NFL media because their defense is probably, I would argue, the best in the NFL right now. Um, but golf being banged up, run game being suspect, and the Hawks defense playing well at the right time, that's what gives me confidence in this, in this particular game to, for the Seahawks to win. Okay. Yeah, I also I, I think if Jared Goff's playing, he's not going to be fully healthy, and they're going to have to limit their playbook. And Goff also looked terrible think, when he was healthy first half of the game in Week 16. He looked terrible. Right. He was so yeah, indecisive. Yeah, I've never seen that's, someone that's, so scared to play game. mediocre defense. <laughs> yeah, and the, the Hawks are—they're not a good defense, but I think they do have mm. the uh, like the opportunity or the potential for. A big bang bang game changing play on the defensive front. Mm-hmm, exactly, um, and Ram, Ram, and the Ramsey the Ramsey on Metcalf thing is a is a big big deal that we cannot focus on that enough because Ramsey really did shut him down game one. Metcalf had a much better game game two, but um, I see the Rams playing much tougher this game. And they're and they they have a lot they have a lot to prove. They're very motivated. They're very very motivated right now, as they're all teams, but I think they're especially motivated. Especially since this is the, this is the more competitive divisional matchup between this enough. and I, I think Brown Steelers. I think the Rams have. I just don't know if the Rams have enough and are well coached enough to overcome a lot of their shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just don't think the momentum is really in their favor. They've also they've lost the last game. Um, was the season there was a split. Through the season, right? Matchup between these two? Mm-hmm. Yes. The Rams hand, handed it to the Hawks first game. And then the Hawks, per usual, well, the Hawks actually, <laughs> this is a funny note, like, Seahawks are really good at, at injury luck. Like, you could maybe argue it's the way Pete coaches the defense, but we are liable to, in any big game, we will probably end up hurting one of the other team's best players. Wow, I, I'm, I'm not saying they're going for it. I'm just saying it kind of happens that way. <laughs> Weird shit happens, like and like people just get hurt against the Hawks. It happens all the time. So I mean, like they're going for it. Eh. That, wouldn't that be hilarious? I would, I would love for Pete to become the new Bounty Gate guy, as opposed to <laughs> as opposed to uh, Greg Williams. That would be so much funnier. <laughs> just envisioning him, him, do, him going through team meetings, like <laughs> offering up like oodles and oodles of cash. <laughs> To take out Jerry Goff's thumb. Jesus. It's funny. I just, I just imagine che- like- chewing the gum. <laughs> just chomping on gum. like asking, asking Jamal to go low on Jared. Like, just, like just, It's a very God. funny visual. Like Jared Goff needs anything else to not go his way. <laughs> he hurts himself enough. All right. Well, as far as his own play. Not physically hurting himself, but... <laughs> Is that enough? I don't think he needs. I don't think we need him to beat this team. But um, I think I'm gonna go. Um, 
Hawks minus three here. Perfect, because I, I am I'm betting a substantial amount of money on this is my Hedge Your Happiness bet of the year so far. Uh, TBD could could be changed next week if the Hawks move on, in which case I'll bet even more money for the Hawks to not cover. Um, yeah, I'm betting on the Rams aggressively. I might I might do, I might do several units above what I usually do because it would just hurt so much more to. Actually, I might even just bet Rams money line at this point too. Fuck it. Yeah. Ooh, also That's the way to go. Yeah. You also, this un- you want, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think Rams money line is the move for you personally to actually. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll sprinkle that one. I'll I'll do a decent amount on plus three and a half though. Um, but but nonetheless, um, yeah, <laughs> terrified, generally not in a good mood, and not expecting the, mo- the, the most out of this out of this team. Also, it was terrifying as a fan to see uh, Aaron Donald talking about how much he wanted to play the Hawks last week after they after they had uh, beaten the Cardinals. So yeah, I, I, that, that's, a, that's a scary thing visual just to see Aaron Donald like being really, really, really like smiling and excited to play the Hawks. That's the last man you want to see be excited. Oh, I don't. It's it's terrifying. It's like seeing L, it's like seeing LT in like a dark alley when you. I wouldn't want to do it. Wouldn't ask for his autograph. Just a scary individual. Are you? Are you bringing allegations against LT? No. All I'm saying is, if if a coke deal went sideways with uh, LT, then I, I would not want to be on the side against him. Okay, fair enough. Don't buy coke, and this will be a problem. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if, I mean, if, you're hang, if you're hanging out, uh, with, if you're hanging out with LT, though, you're going to end up buying coke. So. Just what you do in hand with LT. I guess it depends on your uh, moral character. Yeah, know. true. Yeah. I'm not telling I'm not on myself one way or another, but uh, <laughs> you know. Anyways, this is a. I, 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 oh, by the way, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm betting this game three different ways. <laughs> I'm also going to bet the under on this game. Because when Y said. 42 and a half. Yeah. Well, both both games got went under forty two and a half uh, in their previous two matchups, and also I want to say this line because it's so much fun to say. These teams know each other. I've already played, I've already played twice this year. I've heard the media say that so line say a gazillion it. times. It is so funny because no one else has anything original to say. It's just like, but people forget these teams know each other. Play twice a year, every year. <laughs> they know each other. I wonder if there's an NFL team that hasn't heard of another NFL team. Like, if you tell <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we don't know of them. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do any scouting. Didn't didn't prepare all week to play them or anything. Yeah, <laughs> teams know each other. But uh, this league, huh? Yeah. Next game. <laughs> all right. This is probably our, as we've already discussed a little bit, our juiciest potential upset pick that no one's really giving any credit for because everyone loves Tom in the playoffs. We have the Bucks traveling to play the Washington football team, with the Washington football team being dogs by eight and a half. I think like I saw this line at like way larger than this. Actually, no, never mind. It opened at seven and a half, and that's moved to eight and a half. 
which I am totally cool with because I'm just going to put it out there ahead of time. I'm taking the football team, um, and there's nothing you can tell me, tell me to convince me otherwise. <laughs> I think this is a great matchup. Tom Tom has struggled so badly against good D-lines this year. I um, wish I had the stats pulled up, but I, I looked at it last night, and it was not pretty. Like Bears... Um, I'm blanking right now. The Rams? No, not the Rams. In general, though, I, I, don't, I don't have it in front of me. But yeah, Tom, Tom was really struggling against good, good, good D lines, good front sevens, and I think this. I think this is also going to be a massive, massive, massive under pick. For, set at forty-five right now. I do not see how this goes over. I don't see. I don't see Tampa Bay blowing out. Are you picking Washington to win this game? No, I'm picking them to cover. I might sprinkle money. money. The money line is tempting. It's very good value. Yeah, I think so too. I might sprinkle yeah, this it. We'll is, see. This is a hard. This is this eight. I want to go Washington, but I think eight's too much. Wait, I mean, I want to go Tampa, but I think eight's too much. Um. Man, it's just if Washington, whenever you have a good defense like this, if they show up, this game is not getting out of hand. Oh yeah, especially with the very immobile quarterback. <laughs> two very, um, very probably the two least mobile quarterbacks in the NFL, assuming uh, Alex Smith plays. Yeah, uh, Alex Smith is, I think, almost certainly going to play. The, yeah. Probably. I'm going to go with the Bucks winning this football game mm-hmm. because I think you don't want to bet against Tom Brady. Um, I think he's very motivated and he's just too much. I think this defense is good, but there's just so much talent on the offensive end that if this offense puts up 30 points, I don't know if Washington's going to be able to do that. And I think Almost there's definitely a good not. chance. Mm-hmm. There's a good, there's a solid chance that is going to do that. I mean, there's. I think this offense has really hit its stride. I don't remember the last time they've scored like less than twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't actually. Last time they scored less than twenty-five, they scored twenty-four on in a loss to LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that game. I think I may have had Tampa. Oh no, I think I may have lost a bet on that game. That's fun. Good memories. Um, so I'm gonna go with uh, Tampa minus eight, and I I don't feel good about it though. Yeah. Uh, wow, we're 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 on opposite sides every single game so far. This is fantastic. I feel like we're on I feel like we're on old school first take or something. But no, I I I, I what's funny is, and which is why I'm my confidence is feigning per usual uh, in myself, is that the well. This feels like the easiest bet of all time. I, I mean, I just I've just been a, a, a Bucks contractor all year, and the only time I've really been proven wrong was against the Packers. So I, <laughs> I think everyone's been confused ever since then. And then obviously they're exciting team, they have weapons, you know, they can run it up on you if, they, if things are going their way. But I think Washington is the perfect team to pull the. It's similar to the strategy the Raiders pulled against the Chiefs. You know, if we just keep the ball in our possession, run the ball, you know, dink and dunk, four-yard gain, five-yard gain, you know, 
just rides here McLaurin's like 12 receptions for 100 yards because <laughs> you're only throwing him like five-yard slants. You can beat this team. You really, you really, really can. I don't think I think Tom's gonna be locked in. It's gonna be hard for them to get a lot of turnovers out of him. But I do think Washington can keep it close. And I think the line is absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that 62% of the public is on Tampa Bay, I'm I'm out. I'm not I'm not betting I'm not betting on Tom. Plus uh, Washington's oh, five and three. Sixty-two percent of the public. Yeah. If I knew that, I would. I don't want to. I don't want to bet with the public on this. Yeah, I don't either. Don't I've, I've actually gone not public everything besides uh, the Bills. Yeah, I mean the public always goes for favorites anyway. Mm-hmm. Also, road road dogs theory. This doesn't apply here, but uh, road dogs theory is very much in action this week. Because just because just because home field advantage is still being given to these other team these teams and um, yeah I just want I just want the value if you're betting it's road road dogs is the way to go still theory still holds up holy shit uh, breaking news Bradley Beal won for sixty points tonight whoa hey Wizards still pretty bad but Bradley Beal still very much good and in a bad situation yeah he's so good. That Russ trade was actually, I don't know why did that. That was the most like nonsensical. Like, what does this get? What do you get out of this trade ever? Oh, uh, Washington. Yeah. Yeah. From yeah, their I point of view, like I mean, I guess they thought they were getting something better out of it, but I mean, Russ is just, maybe you get more talent when you get Russ, but you also get a lot of the other shits, <laughs> and the other shit is not what I want on my team. As far as like shot selection. I mean, energy's great. Don't be wrong, but if he takes another seventeen, like a pull-up seventeen-footer where he jumps like four feet in the air and bricks it on the back rim, I can't handle it. I'm gonna lose my fucking shit. I almost think they were doing it to prove to themselves and Bradley Beal they're trying. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. But it's also like you're gonna re- he's gonna realize that no matter what you try, it's not gonna work. And that's actually like you spend on spend on yourself. He's gonna realize faster, like oh wait, no matter what we do, we're gonna fail. Interesting. Also, they just have, they just have no depth, so it's just not going to work. Too young. Not good, not, Scott, <laughs> Scott Brooks is going to get fired soon. God, that guy sucks. He's a terrible coach. Okay, so we've got <laughs> different directions on every pick. I really don't feel good about the Tampa pick, but I'll run with it. That probably means I'll win that one. So. Yeah, exactly. That's why. That's what I'm saying. I think Washington's too, too good of a bet, which is why I'm, very, I'm probably going to lose that one. Okay, moving on. We now have this is probably going to be the best overall matchup. I think it's a close second to the um, Buffalo uh, Buffalo Indy game. We have the Ravens going to Tennessee to play the Titans, who are three and a half point dogs. A complete hook, line, and sinker. Imagine me throwing. Imagine me throwing out a little uh, a little uh, fishing pole, a little, a little cast. Hook, line, sinker bets. The Ravens, being, Ravens being three and a half point favorites is, if you would have told me this like four weeks ago, I would have not believed you. I would have thought it would be like Tennessee, like seven point favorites. But the Ravens have pulled together their offense ever since Shitgate. And um, yeah, public loves them. Everyone's riding with, with the Baltimore right now, as we already discussed in our really? bets. I mean, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. The public is pretty split on this one, 48-52 in favor of Tennessee, as far as who's betting where. But uh, I, compl- I completely agree with this line. 
I, I, I think it's a little bit hook line, hook line sinker bets. I think this is probably closer to a like Baltimore minus one or a push if I, if I was going to do it myself. But I think they're really trying to lure everyone into this Baltimore minus three and a half. And I am all in. I think it's so ridiculous that you have to bet it. Anytime Vegas is trying to fool you, you 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 take the you take the baits <laughs> and, and just go with them. If it seems crazy, I've, then you just have to bet, you have to bet it. I've been on Tennessee pretty much all year. Um, that offense is for real. At but times. do you like? Do you, I just don't know if you can uh, stop. It's the Titans' defense, especially. I don't know if they're good enough to stop this rushing attack. They are Baltimore's not on a freaking roll. They are not. The Titans have a terrible run defense. Um, overall, very bad defense. And I think Tannehill is looking so shaky in the last like four weeks. I do not. I do not see him beating Baltimore two years in a row. Well, frankly, what I'm more That's concerned that I don't. I don't he see. I don't see. I don't see Lamar losing two years. I don't see Lamar losing the same team two years in a row. That's what I'm, that's what I see more of. Yeah, he's got to get the monkey off his back, right? And he lo- they lost to Tennessee earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Very true. That's the reason I'm 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 leaning towards Baltimore. You're just beating. I mean, I identity wise, these teams are very similar to what we saw last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and what ten eight to ten weeks ago. I think so the advantage. I have a hard time believing that Tennessee is going to win three games in a row against this team. I mean. Baltimore is a well-coached team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And plus, that was also, Tennessee had the advantage of no last year people not knowing what they were going to do with, 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 with Tannehill as much. I mean, I forget what week he was he was brought on to the, uh, he, he started, began starting for the Titans. But nonetheless, there's a lot more film. Everyone knows what they're about now. It's, it's way less predictable. And Baltimore's greatest strength on their defense is their uh, run defense. Which is, which, is, which is pretty stout. I mean, their defense is, is legit. I really believe in Baltimore's defense a lot. And that's, that's what gives me any confidence in them. And I just feel like Lamar has his, has his swagger back. He's not playing as tentative anymore. He feels good. They I, have I, no I, I expectations this year either. Exactly. And I, 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 almost, I mean, I'm not. Tennessee's going to come in super motivated. I think they're very high on themselves, which they have reason to be. They've had impressive, impressive wins mm-hmm. this year. Um, but they're not in a proven game. This is a high pressure game on the Ravens. Oh, way, way, way higher pressure, um, both on Lamar and as the team in year. general. They've been they've been doubted all year. Yeah. I mean, people wanted to people like me wanted wanted to be off them and wanted to not believe in Lamar. And I still don't on a general passing level, but in beating the, the Titans this week, I am confident in Lamar. Yeah, I mean, I think the Ravens are going to win this game, but three and a half. It's, it's tough. I mean, it's, I'm, three, three, three and a half is also a terrible line no matter what team you're betting on. Three and a half just sucks. It sucks it has to sit through yeah, right. <laughs> and to root for a touchdown. Right. And especially in the playoffs, it's brutal. Actually, no, but actually, actually, hold on. Correction, Ravens minus three right now. Get in while you still can, folks. Okay, okay. Get in while you still can before that moves to three and a half again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll take, I'll take Baltimore minus three there. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you there. I think our I think our logic is the same on this one. All right, moving up. Now the game you wanted to talk about so much. I'll let you have the floor on this one. I'm not even going to give much of an intro. 
We have the Bears going to Nolens under the Dome in Mercedes-Benz Dome Part 2 to play the Saints, who are 10-point favorites. But before you say anything, Sid, the public is pretty split in this one as well, actually. The line has gotten so ridiculous, <laughs> and it's happened for a lot of Bears games, that the money that a lot of money is actually on Chicago. People think it's a sharp pick because it's a point, there's too many points. Which might be true, but we'll see. The floor is yours. I have a lot to rant about for this game, so go ahead. Do your thing. Ten is too much, right? When, when are you putting ten on a playoff game? Isn't that too much? Who, the disrespect. Um, it's, hard to, it's hard to be a Bears fan in today's America. Um, the national media is against you. Also... This line, Playing it victim. was smaller. It was eight at one point. Oh, uh, actually, opened so at nine. Opened happened. at nine and a half, apparently. Ugh, ugh, just disgusting. <laughs> the worst part about this game is the timing. It's at three forty. Yeah, oh, wait, 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 we're, playing, we're, playing, we're playing at the same time, by the way. But well, we're in the same time slot. It's just it's weird. The though. sun is going to be setting on my weekend as the sun sets on the bear season. It's just going to be just. So much depression on Sunday nights. Um, the Bears have nothing to lose. And you don't mm-hmm. want to face a team that has nothing to mm-hmm. lose. They shouldn't even be here. Mm-hmm. Um, they took New Orleans to overtime. Earlier in the year. Drew Brees can't move. Um, and I think New Orleans has beaten Chicago like five games in a row. We're due. You have to consider that. I love this. I love that you talk. I love that you talk yourself into this. That's exactly what I want. You you really pulled a, a big cat here. Had time to stew on it. Think about the matchup. Find find your find your find the the. Um, the strong points to your arguments, and you're all. I in think now. if this game is close, I mean, they almost pulled it out earlier this year, and it was just all right. The game was close, and things get a little weird in the fourth quarter. Next thing you know, you're in overtime. Then anybody can win. Mm-hmm. Very that true. That being said, I'm going to go New Orleans minus ten. <laughs> you see. Fuck you. I already, I already typed out your bets. I'm just like, all right, pencil in Sid for for Chicago plus 10. No, I'm not, I'm not, I can't. I'm no, threw me for a loop on that one. That was, that was, pretty, that was pretty good. Um, also, one last, thing to bet, one last thing that I didn't mention, but actually I forgot to mention this in the last game. I'm also taking the Washington uh, Bucks under, which is like 46, yeah, 46 and a half. I'm not even sure I confirmed that, but I am taking that. Well, if you're taking Washington plus eight, it's going to be a low scoring game. Yeah, exactly. Might as well go all in on it. Anyways, um, I have some very mean things that I need to say. And I think what I'm going to give you a little dose of reality. I think this is very good for you in the long run. I think for both your mentality and for that of the Bears franchise, if they go along with what happens, this scenario that I'm predicting right now, things work, things work out ultimately for the Bears. This is good news. I think... I have a label for this game. This is the uh, who dat team that killed Mitch's confidence game of the week, well, of the year. This is the last game Bears the Mitch has ever played for a Bears. 
Yeah, and that's exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. I think that this game is going to be so bad. I think that New Orleans knows this is. I think New Orleans is actually more motivated than anything because this might be their last run with Drew, having this core of like Kamara and Thomas and Breeze still like being passable. I mean, if, if Drew Brees goes in the league next year, I will tear him apart. I will say so many anti-Drew Brees remarks throughout this podcast and in my everyday life and just in my own head. It's going to be unfair to him, but which I've already done enough of this year. But nonetheless, I think the pressure is really on New Orleans to, to capture this one teensy-eensy little window they have left with Drew and win this out. And I think that they're going to take care of business and absolutely... Destroy Mitch. This defense is also very, very for real. I love this defense. The New Orleans defense is underrated. Oh, very underrated. I completely agree. Assistically, they're very, very strong. They're tops in, I think, the rushing. The rushing defense very strong. Um, nonetheless, I think Cam Jordan is going to be in Mitch's face all game long. Whatever confidence Mitch has been playing with these last couple games is going to be decimated. It's going to be sad to watch for him. And I, I don't I don't dislike Mitch as a person. I, he seems like a nice enough guy, but this is going to be very bad for him. And I truly do feel sorry for him ahead of this game because New Orleans is going to work him. Uh, this, this offense is going to be clicking against the Bears' defense for the most part because um, there's just too much to cover, too much to try and stop. The Bears are pretty banged up right now. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a rout. Mitch's career might end with this game. He might just he might just retire and just say you know what this isn't for me. <laughs> he might just go like, as like the fifth string <laughs> announcer for CBS or something like that. It's gonna it's gonna be bad. I, I truly worry for what's gonna happen to Mitch both in his personal and professional life after this game. So I'm going to confidently say also the Bears are four and six against the spread in the last ten. New Orleans is seven and three against the spread in the last ten. Um, you're being very mean. I mean, I mean, I'm being very mean, and I, I really, I have to, I have to say this to you just so we can all move past this, this Mitch era. It's been, it's been a wild ride. It's been fun for as on the outside looking in, but it's over. So I'm taking New Orleans minus ten. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm being, I'm being very mean to Mitch and to That's, the Bears in general. But I think it's, for, it's for the best. It is for the best to move on from this. Don't drag this out any longer. Get rid of Mitch. Move on. Deep rebuild. Deep rebuild. I don't know about a deep rebuild. I think this still has the because you're not going to be able to move that Cleo Mack contract. You don't. You still have Kyle Fuller. You still have Eddie Jackson. Maybe Akeem Hicks is past his prime. I think this has the making, especially if there's not, especially if the GM is not let go. If Ryan Pace is back, this still has the feeling of retool team. Like, he still have a core. Let's try to get a veteran quarterback or someone we know that's serviceable. We got to improve the O-line first. The O-line is not pretty right now. Ugh. The O-line has... There's just so much to worry about. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. The I mean, O-line, there is, there is the some O-line, core. Like, there's a lot of young talents. Been good. That's what I'm the saying. O-line's you can, been good. You can do a... Maybe not a deep rebuild. You can do a soft rebuild. Cody Whitehair at left guard, James Daniels at center or right guard. We've had Sam, I, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, this guy who didn't even start in our offensive line at the beginning of the season, but with James Daniel out, he's at center now. This has been a serviceable offensive line. I think maybe it's fool's gold. You can, you can look at this Bears roster and think, okay, 
maybe Matt Nagy's not a transformational coach, but if you're keeping him and you trust his tactics, if you get him a serviceable to a maybe barely above average, if you get him a Derek Carr type, I think Matt Nagy's always going to operate in this like he can get you a playoff win. And I would almost prefer to go that route moving forward than get me another rookie quarterback. I don't want this GM to draft another rookie quarterback. F that. Wait, is, is, is Pace fired yet? No. <laughs> is, will he be – all right, prediction. I need somebody, will he be fired you in just mean during my, during my tangent, was he let go? No, no. <laughs> if I go on will a he, couple more. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Be really public with it. Yeah, why – yeah, is Pace, getting, is Pace getting let go of this year? That's kind of where my confidence in the Bears lies. It's, it's based on their GM. If he's, yeah, if he's around too. next year, then I do not trust the Bears to get a serviceable quarterback. I, I don't. Think I'm not sure if they're scared the to undermine Mitch. Though, right? I don't get it. I don't know what. I don't know why they cho- they have all these options at QB and they choose to go with these terrible, terrible guys like Glennon and Foles, who are like at the very bottom of the barrel when it comes to the QB free agent market yeah, in their respective yeah, years, yeah. and they had so many different options, and they chose those guys. I'm not sure if they choose Outside mediocrity the or they think they're smarter than everyone else, but they're certainly not. It's, it's it's not. It's it's just they the, can't evaluate the, QB talent. I think it's the terrible. Mike the Mike Glennon thing was a smoke bomb, and they, they knew they were not going anywhere with John Fox that year anyway. Right, right. Just um, all right. We're trying kind of, Foles, but we just want to get rid of him. <laughs> Self sabotage. The Nick Foles thing is like, all right, he knows Matt Nagy's offense, but yeah, I agree. But outside of the quarterback position, I don't think Ryan Pace is the worst. No, not at all. I mean, but the QB the QB thing has been has been tough when you're missing the most important position in the NFL. <laughs> In the game of football, that's when I start to critique you. You've had several different tries, <laughs> and has not had a good result it's once. The most important part of the job. I, I agree. If I were a QB, if you if I had a GM who could evaluate a QB and you nothing else, I would still take that as a as a, as a, as a, as a, as a Bears yeah, fan. As as almost, as a fan base of any, team, you can fire him later on. That's fine. You, you get, once you get the quarterback, you're good. You can fire him, get rest of your talents, rest of your roster built up, but. But. The Saints' run defense is going back to this game. If the Bears' offense of who they've become in the second half of the season, if their off run game is not working, they're not going to be in that game. And this is a good run defense, and they're playing at home. Uh, and the Saints' team with Drew Brees last year, what happened to them over the last five years has a lot to prove. They're not going to be eliminated first round by a bad Bears team. Even then, at the end of the game, there was damn near a 20-point spread. And that was the Bears playing at home. So, I don't think it's going – I don't know if it's going to be 10 points, but I'm not betting on the Bears to keep it close when they can't um, hit a 15-yard play against an explosive offense. It's going to have Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara back. It's going to be tough, man. <laughs> The Saints are historically pretty bad in the playoffs in the, la- in, uh, the latter part of Jerry's career, post-Super Bowl, but not here. <laughs> not here. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going down fighting with the Bears. I've, I've tried to make too many value picks with the Bears this year, and it burns me every time. Every time. 
So it's it's tough, man. Yeah. I, I I hope I we wish the, the Bears the best. The NFL is more fun when the Bears are like competence. <laughs> they're they're the Knicks in that sense. Like they're a historic franchise. People respect them generally <laughs> a little bit. Silverfield's a great great place to watch a game. I imagine. Um, I don't know, man. It, it I, I want the best for the Bears. As as we're not in the same division, but uh, so I'm saying this out of love that I want things to be halfway blown up for you. Do not, I'm warning you, Bears. Do not keep Nagy past next year, and do not resign Mitch. Do not do it. It will only lead to this yeah, exact yeah. same cycle of pain. Also, by the way, the Bears the Bears defense wins games in spite of Matt Nagy. He should not be keeping his job. He's not a good football coach. He's not called a competent offense. I've not seen him call a good offensive game really against anyone of note in his entire tenure there. It's 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 terrible to watch. I actively think he's a bad coach. Very, very, very bad. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying this. I want I want the Bears to not be that might be as bad as they are. I would like for a little more, a little rivalry to be on between us two. But it's 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 sad to watch Matt Nagy uh, drag this team down with him. It's sad. Um, it's just it's hard because you think about the Spectrum of bear seasons I've seen, and I, I mean, you can say this is. I mean, you got to give somebody credit for building this defense and going to the playoffs two out of three, the last three years, you know. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not Matt Nagy, but then you got to give credit to Ryan Pace for building the defense. So it's hard for me to say. Let's you know, I think I'm, it's easy to get frustrated, and I am frustrated, especially in the middle of the six-game losing streak. But uh, I mean, so many times I, I don't like. Rebuilds sound nice until you get into your boring Sundays and you're just getting your ass wrecked. <laughs> like, that's not fun. That's, that's really I know, but the Bears, just, you just can't commit money money to Mitch is my main point. Like they, they, The Bears yeah, do a great job at bringing in uh, talent in other positions. I mean, they brought in a lot of really, really talented guys and drafted and drafted fairly well, I'd say. So I'm saying the, the ceiling can be so, so much higher with anyone else. <laughs> like you, you could take yeah. a... Like you could... Well, you don't. Do you have your first rounder this year? Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, yeah. There's some. This is a good QB draft. There's a lot of guys you can take. I mean, you can you can probably get Trask, maybe in the middle in the middle of the first. I don't know. I just think that this, I don't you, want this guy picking another quarterback. <laughs> true. True. You don't. You're automatically gonna have less confidence in him, no matter who he picks. You pick Trevor Lawrence. You're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> if, if Ryan Pace is picking him, then I'm starting to have second thoughts. But Ugh, whatever, let's move on. To the <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 we had to fester on that one a little bit. Moving on, this will be a fun, time, fun one, and something you might not know, Sid, but these two teams play each other twice this year, and they know each other. They're, they've they've done they the scouting throughout the record books of these two teams because they, they they know each other. They 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 know each other's like they know their uh, each person's parents' names, like uh, how the kids are doing. They know these things about each other. Not that they'd ever ask, but they know. We have the Browns playing the Steelers in Heinz, at Heinz Field with the Pittsburgh Steelers as six-point favorites. A juicy, juicy line. And uh, I want to open up by saying that this line started out as th- minus three and a half for the Steelers. 
which is ludicrous. Which is ludicrous. And I, well, yeah, true. Is Stefanski worth two and a half points? You tell me. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm pretty just mad. Pretty pretty much just pissed for not um getting this line at what it was originally. But um, yeah, there's there is just no way. <laughs> there's just no way. The Browns cover here. I think. I think this is a, a pit. I think Pitt is on is is destined for a good playoff run. I still think they're my. If you even call them this, they're a dark horse in the AFC. But I guess anyone is outside the Chiefs at this point. So, yeah. I like the Steelers a lot, even post Bud Dupree injury, which I've been very critical of the Steelers post Bud Dupree injury, and have the lost a lot of confidence re- in them. The defense but is still really good. Exactly, they're still really good. Still good. And I. I'm betting Pittsburgh purely on the principle of not dying. I will not die on the hill with the Browns to end this fantastic weekend. I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to have my Sunday scaries um, like magnified tenfold by losing a bet betting on the Browns. They're fun team to bet on, but I will not. You will not catch me betting on the Browns this weekend. Yeah, I'm not gonna bet on the. I mean, they're good for the Browns for making it. And I honestly yeah, like this it's a story. Game. It's fun. I like how they're built. I mm-hmm. like the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, Defense is okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I think they're if they have a good off season, um, maybe they're next year back in this spot and able to win a playoff game, but. With everything that's going on with COVID and just not having enough um, facets to their win- game, the Pittsburgh Steelers can win games in more ways than the Cleveland Browns can. And I mm-hmm. think it's hard for me to bet against the Browns or bet against Pittsburgh because of that reason. Right. I think playoff pedigree plays a big role in deciding who I'm picking this game, both as a winner or against the spread. Um, I just, I'm just gonna, I'm always gonna trust me in the playoffs, <laughs> and I'm always going to be very wary of Baker doing mostly anything against competent team. I think Baker's a great like seven and nine, eight and eight quarterback if he's if he's focal on your offense, which is which for the Browns, thankfully he's not. You don't have to rely on him that much, but you know, I think even if the Browns do go with their I don't know. I can just see this game getting away from the from the Browns very easily, and then the Browns being in a terrible spots, panicking. If Baker Baker trying yeah, Baker trying to roll out of the pocket and realizing he's not he, he only ran like a four seven. <laughs> he thinks he Baker. How do they, how fast do you think Baker in his mind thinks he is? Like, give me a Madden rating for speed. Like, what do you think Baker thinks small. he is? He's small, so he looks quick. I think he he thinks he's as fast as Russell Wilson, but in all reality, he's about as fast as Alex Smith. No, he's faster than. Alex. <laughs> all right, I'll be a little fair. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater has had three ACL <laughs> surgeries, and he is significantly faster than Baker. Really? I feel like they're the same speed. No, is no, Baker no, no. That t- slow? He's pretty slow. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> Like in, it's a little hard to remove yourself from like thinking in college when he just roll out and get like you know ten yards, but like he can't do it, man. He, he just he just cannot. It's I, I, like last last week I saw Baker like do this like probably ten times where he's just like in the pocket, 
trying to make trying to you know get up, get through the a gap with assuming the pressure is the ends get pushed out to the outside a little more um and he, he always either gets sacked for like a one yard loss or can barely make it like two or three yards before like the linebackers are honing in on his head and it, yeah so i mean it's just a, it's a small detraction of baker but I'm I'm not gonna have any confidence in the Browns going into this game. I just can't. Yeah, me either. And I think the the Browns they're kind of like the Bears in the sense that things need to go. They cannot have this be a quick pace game. Exactly. They need to play at their pace. And if things get out of hand, they're fucked. If they can't run downhill, they're not winning this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do doubt Pittsburgh's ability to put up points and put the Browns in a situation they don't want to be in. Um, but Pittsburgh's still really good. I think Big Ben is still a good quarterback in this league, and they have what you said, playoff pedigree. Mike Tomlin's been here before. And they've been off week of rest, Kevin's too. Something to, something to remember. Oh, yeah. Resting him yeah, last week. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Pittsburgh minus six as well. But, I mean, we have different picks for quite a few of these games. Right? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I guess for deciding who's the <laughs> – Gonna come out on top this week. It's really gonna come down to the first, the first three, uh, the first, really just Saturday, honestly. Yeah. Um, I might bet. I might bet Baltimore minus. I think Tennessee money line is good. Let me, let me give you a number real quick for that. Plus one fifty. It's not great value. But not bad. Yeah, it's not as good. But not bad. Yeah, yeah I, I might I might place that too. We'll see. Um, uh, another side notes. I, I know I'm doing a lot of side bets, and I might have like a a separate category for my side bets in, in our standings or something. But uh, since I have like three, I think um, I am going to take the over in this game because uh, the Browns event's also not that good. I think. I do see more more likely than not that I think the pendulum's going to swing. I mean, our expectations are always going to be flipped based uh, based on what's happened early in the season, and things are going to go drastically differently in the playoffs. I think the Steelers have had a tough time getting their receivers involved because they're so one dimensional um, lately. But I do not trust the Browns to stop this this really strong receiving core this week. And I think I think this is going to be a lot of points. I think the Steelers defense is definitely suffering post Bud Dupree injury, as I said before. So, I think forty-seven and a half is a good value. I love the over here. And something to note: last week, Steelers Browns scored forty-four with Big Ben not playing. Mason Rudolph, alleged N-word user, um, scoring forty-four points, and it's at forty-seven and a half now. I think that's ridiculous. I think I think Big Ben's worth more than four points, and the over is going to hit. Pretty easily. I'm going to consider that Sunday night as I'm going into the game. Mm-hmm. That's um, a great, like, I'm not saying, for any of the listeners out there, or you said, I think it's a great Sunday night bet when you, you need to recoup some losses. Root for an over in the very last game of the week, walk our weekends, and hopefully set yourself straight a little bit if you're down. So no, 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 I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly confident in it, but uh, for those out there who, who might not be, just wait on it. See how you feel. Oh man, 
this is gonna be a great weekend. I'm 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 honestly so excited. I just Six know by games. Sunday night I'm gonna be so depressed by the Bears. Yeah, honestly, it's yeah. You guys got really got screwed over by being playing a Sunday game. If our if our tables were flipped, I think it'd be a lot more fair. <laughs> when the Bears on like a mid afternoon yeah, Sunday well, game is fucked. I mean, at least with the Hawks. I mean, if I'm disapp- if I'm super, super disappointed, I can get over it by Sunday because I'll have more football to watch and. I'll probably just, just fester on it for about another six months or so. Actually, probably another 12, probably the whole year. But uh, so. If they put the Saints on Saturday and Alvin Kamara couldn't play because of COVID. Um, yeah, that, that is a little suspect. That would, they would have just said, yeah, they would have said the league is rigged and whatnot. <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, you don't root for injuries, but you – can root for a temporary illness. So if you want to root for Alvin yeah. not playing, that's that's I won't I won't judge you for it. If anyone can, I mean, if if it is possible to get COVID twice, now wouldn't be the worst. Yeah. We shall see. All I know is that I might have to. It's definitely gonna be a uh, big deposit into my betting site this weekend. I think I might go a little out of control with these bets. There's just there's too much good football on. Really, there's not that. I don't think there's really a bad game. I mean, I mean, a detractor would probably say Bears, Bears, Saints won't be that exciting. I tend to disagree, only because of your interest in it. I'm excited. And my interest yeah, in excited. your interest. This is this is a good slate of games. I'm, I was like out on the seventh seed and making the playoffs easy, but it's worked out for me. And the Bears. What's also that's the most Bears thing of all time. To be <laughs> the seven seed seven in like a one in a one t- a one time thing, yeah. <laughs> eight and eight, um, but yeah, I mean it's it's nice having six games instead of the usual four. Yeah, it's big. I, four never never feels like enough. I mean, in the, in the divisional round, it's fair because you're like, okay, at least you know there's much closer games. There's like a lot of implications. You know, you're playing for the championship game. But this in the Walker weekend, we were only playing to go to the divisional rounds. And there's still so much further to go. I mean, it's it's hard to get hyped up, hyped up for for a lot of these games. Plus having plus having a two seed play is really fun too. I mean, I want to get more of an opinion on these really good teams, and not just like you know carry over my thoughts from the regular season into the, into this week. Because that's the worst. I mean, that's that's it's where it's a place for all bouts to actually learn some things about these teams. See who's legit, who's not. Damn, the Knicks won again. Five and three, really? Also, Markel Fultz torn ACL. I don't, I don't like reporting that news. I like, I like Markel, but who they beat? Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, uh, they beat the Hawks. Wow. No, yeah. Actually, uh, we're not going to get into a lot of NBA takes, but I love the Wait, Hawks, no, no, the no, Hawks they roster. Beat, they beat the Jazz. They beat the Jazz. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Wow. Oh, wow, the Horns beat the Hawks this week and today. Wow. <laughs> this is, this is such a, like a weird, boring part of the NBA season. Like, everyone's still resting from the, from the bubble. I, I, can, I honestly couldn't care less. I love, I love the NBA. It's probably my favorite, favorite league, but right now is not an exciting time in the NBA. Too much rest, too much of... <laughs> A bunch of nobodies out there. It's 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 too early, man. I like the I like it, I like it when we used to have like a month and a half to get ready for it, and then Christmas happens, and then everyone's like starts to play a little harder. 
I think the I think the All Star break is right. going to be that point this year. Like the first half of the year is just going right, to like you're right, not going to care right. about it. Um, oh, yeah, As much. yeah. Some yeah. There's teams just not even playing defense for sure. Oh, there's, it's it's yeah. it's it's, you're it's so hard. Established team, no one's even trying. Yeah. yeah, dude. I don't. The worst thing my my DraftKings. I fucking hate that they do this. So like, I have a bet. I had a bet for Clemson to win win it all, and they literally don't mark my L until. Um, oh, like season's over, like, dude, dude. Just give me the up. Just give me the. I had the same thing with I had the same thing with that Clippers bet, dude. It's the worst. Because you're sitting there, like I know this money's gonna be lost out of my money's already out of my accounts. You know, it's already from your like available withdrawal to like not available anymore. So there's no point keeping it up there. The money's already gone. Wow. But you, you had to sit there with the result like pending, basically. It's so lame. Also, since we won't talk before the uh, national championship game, who, who do you like? Clemson starting in the national championship, uh, national championship game. I've, uh, I think Ohio State's frauds, but after what they did to Clemson, I guess I have to like consider them. Um, the, uh, the, the I'm considering the asterisk that's going to be on Ohio State. So maybe it won't be because of COVID, but having played only five or six games and winning the Natty is going to be weird. Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, I think Bama's going to win. I think it's a seven and a half point spread. I think Bama, that offense is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I'm not going to bet against Bama. Yeah, me either. I want, I want to put, a, yeah, I want to put my like child's future trust funds on that game, pretty much, and then double my child's future trust funds for them, of course, not for me. Yeah, I, I, I'm honestly pretty pissed. I would have, I really wanted, I really wanted a Bama Clemson matchup, man. It sucks that Trevor Lawrence's college career to go out like this. Only one Natty, no Heisman's. It's pretty disappointing, man. This year honestly robbed us of a full year of Trevor Lawrence and like a a true test. I don't know. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel robbed because this is like the one, one of the few college players I truly enjoyed watching. And now. Yeah, I don't know no. when I'm gonna be. I don't, but I'm like, I don't remember the last time. Maybe Andrew Luck. Last time I was this excited to see a player in the NFL. Probably, man. Probably. Also, were you were you an RG three guy or an Andrew Luck guy? Andrew Luck guy. Yeah, same. Also, uh, big, I, he only had one year. He only had one year at Baylor where he went off. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like, it's like, I like Fields, but he doesn't do he doesn't do a good job making reads for the most part. Yeah. I still don't like. I still don't like. I still don't like. Well, the NFL's changed so much in the last decade. Like you can be a small, mobile quarterback, and it'll be like built around you, and you can survive. Yeah, so, like it's so different. I remember a decade ago, like I used to in the NFL, used to constantly talk about being able to pass from the pocket. Now you really don't need to, or you still need to be able to like stand somewhere and toss a dime, but. Not nearly as important if you can create plays with your feet. Mm-hmm. I think mean, I think one thing about mobile QBs we kind of overlook in small QBs is knowing how to avoid hits. Like the reason I, like, yeah, the reason why I feel so confident in Russ week in week out and that he'll never ever really have suffer a significant injury is because he's so good at either when he knows he's dead he just takes it sometimes. Like if he's like stuck in the pocket and there's no one and the four guys are just coming on him, he'll just take the sack, go down. Yeah. Pull yeah, pull yeah, Eli Manning, we'll self sack basically. Yeah. Or he's that's a, that's or if he's out of the pocket, pocket he's like awareness is huge. Mm-hmm, exactly. Or you know, act, I mean, he's a lot that sucks the whole time. So that's actually huge for him to learn that. Um, but or if you're, you know, looking at the pockets, um, 
knowing how to knowing how to get knowing the timing of how to get out of bounds before the defender coming at you, or how to take a good slide. Like Russ doesn't ever take bad hits. Like you have one or two. And Kyler is also pretty good at that, but he's not. His pocket awareness isn't at the same level to where he, if he gets sacked in the pocket, something very awkward could happen, and he could turn something, break a bone. I mean, a lot of guys just don't know how to avoid hits, and that's and that's why their careers are short. I mean, Cam, yeah, Cam uh, his of whole course, career. freakish freakish injuries can always happen, but that pocket awareness is huge. That's why yeah. Tom Brady's still around. Exactly, and it's also why, in to your same point, it's also why he was hurt that one year. One one freak injury that they changed the rules for. All right, I guess we'll see how these NBA or NFL games. I guess we'll see how the NBA games go too. Yeah, I guess so. I'll, I'll be more worried about the yeah. Illinois Northwestern tomorrow. I'm not, bet, I'm not betting on the Illini, but we are. We have only lost one game. Uh, yeah. I've only lost one game in Big Ten. Pretty good, I'd say. Fuck yeah! I mean, I'm yeah Northwestern. I don't want to lose to Northwestern. Then we got. Um, I know we got Michigan State in a couple weeks. Can I yeah, I think our I think we're in the easy part of our schedule. Oh no, actually, yeah, we are. We are. We are. We are. We're in the easiest part of our schedule right now. And then, yeah, once we once we start, once Michigan State, then it gets bad. Yeah, Michigan State, Iowa. Ugh. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a honestly. Props. Uh, one last point. Props to Illinois for making their schedule as hard as it was in the non-conference part. Like. They knew what they were going for this year, and they, I really, res- yeah, I really yeah. respect Whitman for going after it and like wanting these like really tough matchups. Absolutely, I'll, I'll be thinking about the Missouri loss for a while. But oh yeah, I won't, I won't forget about that. That's we. Oh, God, fucking damn it, soft ass college refs, man. Let me tell you. Well, that's that's another no time though. Anyways, this has been another episode. Well, a super wild card episode of. Box seats with Chase and Sid. Follow us on Twitter. I'm not giving you my ads because I'm posting a lot of uh, radical left problematic tweets lately, and uh, you need to know that. But you can follow Sid at uh, Sid the Kid 14 on Twitter. What, dude? Why would you? <laughs> Hold on, let me. Uh, have an outro song. Everyone enjoy Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, have, have fun, guys. Have some winners. Are they gonna play Color Greens? Makes us different, huh? Good bangs. Ooh. All right. Have we got to get? We guys. We'll be back next week. Talk little divisional rounds, possibly little NBA, since we'll only have four matchups to talk about. We'll figure it out. Nice. Peace. All right. See you guys.